intro again. Don't. Please don't. You really gonna do this? Yeah, it's our show. We do what we want. Oh my god, no. Not another freaking wrestling podcast. Yay! Like I said, I don't get people watching you. So, either you love me or you don't. I love you. I love you too. Cody Rhodes is hot dog water solidified. Hello, everybody. Welcome again to another episode of Not Another Freaking Wrestling Podcast. We are your hosts. I'm No Contest JD, and uh, it's time to do some AI wrestling. And I am the promoter and booker of Ram Ranch Professional Wrestling, where we got 18 on the yard and five hard. <laughs> Shane Daniels. My God. And I am the... And I'm the promoter of Pro Wrestling Clash and the Carpet City guy. <laughs> T.Y. I'm T.Y. I think that shit just kicked in, Silent Bob. It might have. This is going to be a great episode. I can already feel it. And I am the hostess with the mostess. The leader of this Mojo Dojo Casa House, the man that gave Wappenheimer the idea to drop the bomb. I am Will Diamond. <laughs> All right. Um, and Wait. Uh, oh, My go turn. do your fucking thing. I'm sorry. <laughs> All right. I'm the commissioner of this shithole. <laughs> I'm the commissioner of this shithole, Jake. I'm the best commissioner since this side of. Rob Manfred, the baseball commissioner. Oh, good job. I thought you were going to say, like, Gordon Soley or something, but... Nah, yeah, I was I was definitely placing a wrestling commissioner there. No. no. I was just taking a shot at the fucking baseball commissioner because he's an idiot. You guys ready for me to institute robot referees yet? Yes. Um, No, because I can't let you replace Global Force Wrestling senior referee Todd Sinclair. Hey, that guy works for me. He's a two-timey bitch. All right. Well, I'm going to institute instant replay, too. Instant replay challenges. Come on, man. uh, We already have that at Global Force and Slam Dunk contests. You guys can't tell this is Territory Wars. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to another episode of Territory Wars. Jake, you're the commissioner. Uh, let us know how we're doing things. Well, I mean, you're each. You, we, well, we're doing two, two, two weeks of television. Piece. Yeah, we're doing two weeks of television for each of you this time. And um, I really don't remember what the order was. I do remember Will's going first. So, Will, hit us up with what's going up at uh, Global Force Wrestling for this week's television. Here in the greenest pastures in all the land our pastures are just as green as our belts and the money we fucking draw and don't make that face yay d you don't remember the gfw belts were all green and shit but opening things up so we have crowned our inaugural global force wrestling global champion in nick fucking gage And we have crowned our inaugural global tag team champions in action Mike Jackson and George South. 
But now we move things right along to our second edition, where we open things up with the tournament for the Global Force Wrestling Next Gen Championship. That's right. We got a mid-card belt, baby. Bold strategy introducing a new championship on your second show. I mean, we introduced two on our first. Well, a secondary singles title. Bold strategy, Cotton. Let's see how it pays off. And it will. So we have an eight-person tournament. And opening up the show, we have one half of the Natterday Saints. We have Bradley Prescott the fourth, taking on Billy Dixon. However, per Next Gen Championship rules, there must be a gimmick because gimmicks are what draw. <laughs> and so we have the customary rock, paper, scissors contest. Billy Dixon wins the rock, paper, scissors contest. He chooses the gimmick. It's a tables match, baby. And Billy Dixon, we get a good eight-minute classic with Billy Dixon dumping Bradley from the top rope straight through the table. And he advances to our semifinals. Next up, we have one half of the Sunshine Express. T.K. Cooper, New Zealand's favorite son, versus Mark Haskins, the star attraction, in a submission match. Because we love those here at Global Force. We love to make people tap. We got the Grappley Boys on deck. And your winner advancing to the semifinals, the star attraction, Mark Haskins. Europe eating it up. Progress never dies. Coming up next, we have the other half of Sunshine Express. The party starter himself, Chuck Mambo, taking on Trish Adora. Chuck Mambo wins the rock, paper, scissors draw, and we are contesting this in none other than a falls count anywhere match. Good quality crowd brawl. In the end, Chuck Mambo ends up getting tapped out in the seventh row. Good, solid affair. In our final first-round match, who is the best bald Adam? We have the other half of the Natterday Saints, Adam Slade versus Adam Any Style Priest. Yeah. And Adam Slade, of course, wins it. And so this competition will be a Natty Light shotgunning contest. However, Adam Slade did not lay down clear rules. And dick kicks were not immediately ran over as not being legal. So Adam Priest wins after kicking him in the dick a bunch and then chugging more beer. (laughs) And we have a very so, drunken semifinal contender in Adam Priest. Drunk Adam Priest is top tier Adam Priest. He's very nice. Like he's he gets really weirdly sweet when he's drunk. Which is also but kind of moving things along. We have our first championship bout of the evening. 
because already we've had a stacked card. Many shows try to run a single main event kind of card or a double main event, even a triple main event, not us, because we have seven, no, six main events. AKA oh, yeah. no main event. No, all main events. <laughs> Fuck the Incredibles. The Global Tag Team Championships are on the line. We have White Mike, who has been had a real bone to pick with George South lately over on MySpace. <laughs> what fucking year is calling out? He said he could wash the floor with George South, and him. And Timmy Lou Retton need a shot at those global tag team championships because they will put those old folks in their home, the old folks' home. End quote. And overall, solid 30 minute brawl all over the arena, all over. Action Mike does a fucking running senton off the balcony into the ring. Jesus. White Mike does like eight shooting stars. But ultimately those eight shooting stars were not enough because maybe he just needed a ninth because George South and Action Mike Jackson retained the Global Tag Team Championships. Can anyone stop this dynamic duo, this ultra powers? They better fucking not. And now we move on to our main event. We have none other than the revolutionary Darius Lockhart, after the events wrapping up our first show, it's clear that he's got top stake at that championship, and he laid down the challenge for a two-out-of-three submissions match to Nick fucking Gage. Where there are no pinfalls, anything goes. You just have to make your opponent tap. Good hard-fought contest. Darius getting the first submission, and relatively quick succession about five minutes in engage on the ropes having to fight back and he gets those two tap outs because anything goes and we wrap up with a solid celebration and then what do we hear the lights go out everything's silent the crowd's going crazy and then we hear just a single note, and everyone goes, oh, fuck, is that cruel? And then the lights turn on, and no one's there. Uh, Gage is just looking around. Did you say, and, and what do we hear, out. and then said the lights turn out? No, the lights turn out, we hear the beginning but you of said, music. But you said, what do we hear, and then you said, and then the lights turn off. That's not hearing, that's seeing, my friend. Had to no, because you hear the lights go because we got oh, big you, ass you, old you lights. Oh, you actually hear it? <laughs> cover that question, one. <laughs> though, like, you may want to edit this out. How do you have cool? I don't. I just have his music because I'm going to work with you. You're just trying to jump the gun too soon. Mm. Gotcha. And I also have no problem giving my fans no payoff to angles. What? what? Like the real global force. So, yeah, you're doing a good job there. If someone else doesn't want to play ball, that's that's their problem, not mine. Jesus. Okay. All right. 
So, Jay. Commissioner. So, we just Wasn't ended your show best with television you've ever seen. And setting like the... up our lead commentator, Vampiro, is running down. On our next show, we have our next gen championship semifinal matches. We have Billy Dixon versus Trisha Dora. And we have Adam Priest versus Mark Haskins. Tune in next week to find out what the other matches will be. And this is we all happening on like Gage. a local indie. We don't advertise. And we, we just end this all with Nick Gage standing in the ring looking confused because Cruel's music played and nothing happened. It yeah. was one note of Cruel's music. You well, but you know Cruel's music, how it's like the like the little sonar shit. Yeah. Just that, and then the lights turn back on, but he isn't even there. So that way we also didn't have to pay his booking fee. <laughs> or the licensing right on his music. That's, that's exactly. Was I, was I rating these out of fives? Ten. It was five. Were, I thought they were out of fives. Was it? I don't know. Ten's such a more fluid. They are fives. Writing them out of five. Okay. I'm going to announce these after each week's over. So I'm going to write this down. Oh, I like the commissioner's like being a commissioner, huh? He's waiting like until this. television's over to give Look us our at fucking him. ratings. He's like a pure rules contest judge. All right, we're going to follow up what seems like a heck of a show over there at Global Force. I probably would have wanted to watch that show with um, JD and his. AI Pro Wrestling League. It's the uh, Artificial Intelligence Wrestling Federation, the AIWF. Get it right. Wow. Not the NWA, got before. it. Not the NWA, yes. All right. <laughs> so, um, unfortunately, my number one draft pick, AC Mack, retired. So, um, and he was also my champion. Yeah. So, uh, he's going to start off this show and come out and surrender the title. And uh, that's going to bring out Matt Cardona and the Carney Bag Boys, Paul Lee and Zach Dye. And uh, Cardona's going <laughs> to accuse AC Mack of. I'm still so mad you signed <laughs> Paul Lee before I could. Quick, quick side note on that. <laughs> Zach heard I just, about uh, this. I wish there and was. He's a not bunch. happy. <laughs> I, I talked to him about it last night and he was like. Why would you do that to me? <laughs> I'm dead. Zach, if you're hearing me, you need to start a tag team called the Carney Bag Boys. <laughs> so much mileage off this. Just not with Paul. <laughs> this yeah. Is, this is definitely one of my better ideas here, okay? Anyway, so uh, Matt Cardona and the Carney Bag Boys are going to come out, and uh, Matt Cardona is going to accuse AC Mack of retiring just because he knew he couldn't beat him. And uh, AC AC's going to be like, eh? You know what? I don't think I can beat him. He's a point to the curtain. Who's going to pop out? But Seven. Seven's big ass going to come out, stare down uh, Matt Dustin Cardona. Rhodes? God damn it, no. <laughs> <laughs> What's the matter with you? Not that fucking weird pedo. What the fuck's wrong with you, Will? Who's Seven, then? Oh, my God. I, we've done this before. We did this while I was on vacation, for God's sakes. Well, you're gonna interview you're on vacation. Seven is a uh, big bad motherfucker, lives up in Wisconsin, and uh, 
just a big ass black dude that's just mean as fuck looking. He's part of the um he's part of the rejects for a bit. Um and he's worked around Georgia and Tennessee. I mean, dude's just he's fantastic. But that doesn't matter. I mean, it matters that he's fantastic, but you have to look him up, Will. Uh, he's gonna make his debut and uh stare down Matt Cardona and uh we're gonna go to break. We're on television. Anyway, match one, when we come back, we got the left hand pass and the Washington Bullets. Left hand pass going over. Um fun little ten minute match between the two of them. Afterwards, Violence Forever's gonna come out and uh stand out on the ramp and check it out and they're gonna get attacked by Daddy Daughter Dance, who are free agents and uh making their debut here at the AWF. They're free agents. Just this show, just a couple shows. They're free agents. Anyway, they can pop up on yours too. They're free agents. That's the thing. Yeah, unsigned talent, boy. Uh, so they're gonna they're gonna attack violence from for is forever from behind, and then they're gonna go down attack left hand path. They're gonna stand tall. And um, we're gonna go to our next match. It's Noah Hossman and uh, Jaden Newman, who we borrowed from Ram Ranch over there. And uh, they're gonna tear the fucking house down here. Okay, because Noah Hossman asked for competition in the last show, and he's getting it. And Jaden's going to come out, tear the house down with him. Noah's going to fuck, just fuck him up at the end. One, two, three. And uh, Noah's going to get on the mic. He's going to say he's sick of this shit. He is sick of this shit. He wants competition. Jaden wasn't enough. And uh, he's going to put down anyone we put in front of him. Light's going to go out, come back on. Noah's going to look a little shook. And uh, he's going to be looking over his shoulder as he walks to the back, but nothing's going to happen. Nothing's going to happen there. All right. Uh, announcements for our next show. Uh, we got a championship Belusa for our th- third show. A tag title three-way between Left Hand Path, Violence is Forever, and Daddy Daughter Dance. And we have a heavyweight title tournament starting up. It'll be Seven versus Paul Lee, Matt Cardona versus Bobby Flacco, and uh, Joey Lynch versus Zach Dye. And the three winners are going to a triple threat for the, uh, for the title. So you got three chances for uh, Matt Cardona and his bad boys to end up in the fin- with the title. Nice. Uh, match three, we're going to go with Warhorse and Menace. Uh, Warhorse is going to go over in about a 15-minute contest. I just figured that'd be a lot of fucking fun. Menace a free agent. Why the hell not using? And in our main event, we're going to get a preview of next week's uh, next week's tournament with Matt Cardona and the, and the Carney Bad Boys tagging against Bobby Flacco, Seven, and Joey Lynch. Uh, seven's gonna fuck up Paulie and Ben. I don't know. That's my card. Seven, Bobby Flacco and Joey Lynch will be saying tall at the end of the show. All right, I'm into that. You do realize though, Menace doesn't even get warmed up in 15 minutes. Like minimum half hour on that fight. I, I understand, but we're, we have television time. We got to worry about Menace ain't gonna give a shit. <laughs> <laughs> Menace is going to give you 30 minutes, whether you tell him you want 10, 15, or 20. <laughs> uh, Commissioner? Have you uh, I feel it? like we should go and uh, poke our heads in and see what's going on down there at the uh, old Ram Ranch next. Boy, let me tell you something about Ram Ranch, baby. It's the place to be, Ram Ranch Wrestling. Good thing we take, uh, we are on a different night than JD because our main event's showing up. Um, I know you guys had a lot 
kind of shit on my card last time. A lot of questionable decisions, but you don't see the vision. And when the vision becomes clear, you're going to be like, holy shit, that was fucking amazing. So we have a number one contenders match for the tag team titles at our next show, Money Shot. So whoever wins the tournament tonight will face either the Squatting Dragons or everybody's favorite, Bussy. And Bussy goes over on that one. Beats the Squatting Dragons clean. Big celebration. We had a rematch from a previous from our first show, Casey Owens versus Cruel. Where unfortunately for Cruel, he won. He, he beat Casey Owens again. Oh yeah. man. He chuck slammed the fuck out of him. He chuck slammed him on the outside of the ring, so he technically won by ten count. Uh really Casey. dangerous spot. Real dangerous. Good thing Casey's young. He'll heal fine. Yeah, he's um, young, he'll bounce. After that, uh, we had an intermission, nice intermission, played a lot of 80s music, because that's what you do at a wrestling show. Really Not sets us. We the... have slam dunk contests during intermission. Well, that's that's at Global Force. This is Ram Ranch, a traditional uh, place. And Glory Hole has a big announcement. We uh, I came out and I announced at the next show we were going to have a ladder match for our secondary title. Um, I forgot. Let me look real quick. What were we calling that? The Money Shot Champion. So we're going to have a ladder match for the Money Shot Champion. And I was interrupted by Casey Owens. He came down and he was like, I want to be in this ladder match for this championship. And I was like, you've lost against Cruel twice why should i give you one and he said just give me one more shot and i said fine i'll put you in the ladder match and then i went ahead and announced another opponent in the ladder match would you like to know who that man was sure hit him with it cruel and casey just freaked the fuck out he was just fucking he just got out of the ring he was done with that uh, we went to our semi-main event, which is the finals, crowning our very first Ram Ranch Tag Team Champions. We had the Undeniable with Matt Hankins and the Young Bloods in a very, very competitive match, back and forth. Uh, Shane and Big O just fucking beating the shit out of each other, which was was really good. Um. Towards the end of the match, they were setting up for the uh, Undeniable was setting up for the uh, their tag team finish. Bussy came out and distracted them to where the uh, Young Bloods could overtake them and hit them with the uh, Order 66, and they win, becoming our very first Ram Ranch. Tag team champions, so now our number one contenders and our tag champs are in the ring, staring off, setting up for the clash at Money Shot. Then we had our main event, which was a shark tooth bat submission match. 
to crown our very first champion at Glory Hole. Jaden Newman versus Brad Cash, and this was very, very violent. Um, there was you got to explain the shark to submission part for me. The the shark. So the the way to win is to submit your opponent with the shark tooth bat. So you could put them in an octopus stretch and pull the bat in their armpit, whatever, anything. But the bat has to be involved in the submission hole. Yes. Yes. It has to be involved. Oh, we're stealing that brother. (laughs) The bat is running that shit boy. Yeah. Okay, how about you? How about hey? I've got a trade to propose to you later, so I can steal right. a gimmick match, brother. So yes, that is. I forgot that crucial point. This was decided by Jaden himself because Brad told him that he was the king of fucking hardcore and that he wasn't nothing but a bitch. So Jaden came back with this match. Brad agreed. I signed it, but there it was bloody as hell. I mean, there was some point during the match where Brad had took the bat and tried to choke uh, Jaden out with it. And it was it was just he had blood just flowing everywhere. Uh, At one point during the match, Jaden fucking got control back over, uh, hit Brad with the uh, first to last, grabbed the shark tooth bat. And at the end, the lights went out. And when they came out, I know, I feel like everybody was stealing my fucking idea because <laughs> whatever. Lights go out, and who's standing there? Sabu. No. <laughs> the Weapon of Mass Destruction Jeter. Okay. Derek? Again, the lights go out again. God damn it. We've already went through this, Will. We'll- <laughs> <laughs> See? See? It's a problem. The lights go out again, and who's standing there? Austin Towers. And and now Jaden's kind of like, what the fuck's going on? Lights go out again, and the last man standing there is cruel. And it took everything Jaden had to fight these guys off, and, and he did until Brad hits him with the off with your head clothesline. And then grabs the shark tooth bat. He takes the shark tooth bat and sticks it in Jaden's mouth and puts him in a cross face. And Jaden taps. And we crown. Yeah, I would too. And we crown our new Ram Ranch professional wrestling champion, Brad Cash, and the newly aligned uh, Cult of Cash. And that ends our show. But wait, whose music hits? Brad Cash's wife, Sarah Dox. Uh oh. Yeah, she's not happy. Because Brad's Bradley in trouble. Yeah. And she challenges. She, uh, Brad said he's the king of hardcore. She says she's the queen. So we have a king versus queen match at Money Shot for the Ram Ranch. Or uh, heavyweight championship. Loser has to sleep on the couch. (laughs) Yeah, Uh, yeah, sure. We'll go with that one. (laughs) And it's going to be a barefoot light tube Armageddon match. Fuck everything about that. 
Yeah, I mean, that's Sarah's specialty. If you didn't know, she's very into fit feet stuff. So that seems on brand for Ram Ranch. Run down this lineup for the Cult of Cash. So you've got Cruel in there, and who else? Jeter and Austin Towers. That's a lineup. Yeah, a lot Brad, of Brad is he brought back the cult of cash and why not? I figured I figured if anybody would introduce the you know the group for the territory, it would be me. So now, you know, you guys know that we can make trades. Cult of cash is here if you want to use them. I don't need your faction. I just need your one man because we can do a thing with with what you wanted to do. Oh, see, now that he sees the vision, he's like, I know. No, the faction actually heavily deviates from the vision. No, it doesn't. Wait until you, you see what ends up happening. All right, Kamish, you got some tallying to do there, don't you? I do. I've got the score logged in. Was that a hell of a show? Or was that a hell of a show? That's pretty good show. I got watch it. Setting up for Money Shot, my our next big show. All right. Am I up? Yeah, well, let's up. let's head to the Carpet City and see what's going on with Clash next. Awesome. So, on PBS or public broadcasting channels. <laughs> We have from the adult from adult trade center <laughs> from adult trade center we have pro wrestling clash two and to start to open our show up we have the all star special Will Huckabee and Homa Beer Hanson to hop the crowd up there in Dalton Georgia drawing all fifty people there doing a hell of a job they don't see the vision they the flowers were out there trust me. We just had a bad week. I promise you, the weather was bad. We couldn't hang any flyers. So, but the people that. (laughs) (laughs) But what 50 people were there, they were on their feet for All Star Special. Getting people up, getting them loud, and it it was a glorious thing to see. Well, it's probably because they didn't have any chairs. (laughs) What? (laughs) They didn't want to sit in the they definitely didn't want no to sit fucking hot dogs either. <laughs> no. I didn't know hot dogs. You're a booker. You are a fucking true Georgia booker. Let me tell you. <laughs> it's, it's it's a real thing. It's it's a curse up here. So <laughs> anyway, they are hopping the crowd, asking if they're everybody's having a good time and blah 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 blah. And then to cut them off was uh, James Johnson, and Selena Rose of. Uh, daddy, uh, daddy, daughter dance, and much to their surprise, um, they were. Much to their surprise, they were booked at the AWF. Yes, so they made the other town. They were pretty quick too. They, I, I questioned it, but hey, they were in gear. They were ready at first. So, anywho. Yes, yeah, so they were double booked. They were doing the Drew Game special. Right? Uh, yeah, they were. So they said, "Hey, we had a we had a match booked, and we noticed." Um, it's not Northside Heroes. It's actually Daddy Daughter Dance. So since you're here, how how about we have a wrestling match, not a dance? 
So they a have what? a lot. A dance. dance. Yeah. Say that again, though. A dance. A dance. Thank you. That's going to be a drop from now on. Cool. <laughs> cool. We'll use that for the future. Dance. So oh, they, my God. So, uh, so they ask Selena, I was like, are, are you even old? How old are you? And she pops a crowd with old enough to out drink you. And then they go to fist. They have, have a lot of back and forth and stuff at the beginning. Uh, the majority of the match went to daddy daughter dance. And, um, if eventually the, Oh God, I'm drawing a blank here. Home my bear Hanson, uh, got some of that Budweiser and did like the, the mist, like they did the mist gimmick with a Budweiser in her face face just to do the cutoff so there's a bunch of comedy a bunch of goofy shit and there's a spot where william huckabee actually does like the the cha-cha dance you know the you you know what i'm talking about that he does that gimmick and um uh huckabee tries to do the distraction and hanson's like i'm not ready for that and selena does a low blow Makes a hot tag. Yeah, it's dirty. They're supposed to be baby faces, but Selena doesn't give a shit because she's out drinks them. So, House of Fire, James Thompson. Boom, one punch. Boom, second punch. Boom, third punch. Shoot off. Duck the line. Big back body drop, and Selena comes in with a frog splash. Boom. Cuts off Hanson. Comes from pin. One, two. Big, big kick out. It's close enough. Whatever. And they're going for their... uh going for their tag team special is what they call it i, I wouldn't tell i couldn't tell you what it is but they call it the tag team special and uh hansen goes for the mist again he goes for the beer mist again uh hits huckabee and uh cans they can hansen out and they go for the tag team special once again successful one two three daddy daughter dance are the winners and they celebrate Immediately, Jake Murphy's music hits, along with Catherine Von D. Catherine Von Frankenstein. Sorry. There you go. My bad. So, so Jake, with the belt that he did not win, comes out on the, through the, he actually comes out through the crowd of 50, and he says, okay, Show's over. Get out of here. Get out of my ring. Blah, 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 whatever. So Jake and Katie are in the ring. Daddy, daughter, dance is like, well, you can't make us get out. Well, a guy dressed in all black in a hood, it's freaking tall, tall as crap. Cleans house formed by themselves. And Jake and Katie are like, yeah, this is the best. This is awesome. Take them out, whoever you are, but take them out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Beast Avery living crap out of both of them. So facing hard camera, Jake says, everybody take a look at my insurance policy. You actually get a step stool to take his hood down. It's Austin Towers. Austin Towers is now your insurance policy. I do like and, being friends with big, tall people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. you'll need it for what you got coming on. So I hit my music as me being the authority figure. I tell you, well, Jake, you want to interrupt shows and cause a ruckus here? I got an idea. A ruckus. Like a ruckus. That's what I, I said. Was just in my office, and I heard a ruckus. You've managed to piss even more people off, but there's two people in 
in particular that you've pissed off, which is Derek Neal and Martin Stone for your shenanigans and ruining a very good main event of the first show and having a no contest. God, Jake, you're <laughs> always up to some fucking shenanigans. So, Jake, in the main event, you have a match. You're taking on Derek Neal and Martin Stone for the Pro Wrestling Clash Championship. More on that later. Well, that just sounds like a terrible time for me. <laughs> it does. More on that later. <laughs> More on that later. Why are you Second, your boy like that? <laughs> Second match, we're introducing a new belt. It is the PBS title. <laughs> I appreciate that subtle jab at uh, AEW on that one. So we are going to have a four-way dance. Uh, it's first pinfall to become the new PBS champion. Guys in the match will be Aaron Dallas, Tiger Kid, David Young. Fuck Dave, or not David, fuck Tiger Kid. <laughs> Why? He's such a Ow. nice guy. You have no reason to even love him. He is the one. biggest dickhead in the fucking world. Fuck he that guy. He is a nice young lad. He is the biggest douchebag in the world. I hope David Young fucking spine busters him through a fucking ring. He brings me Japanese candy every time I see him. I don't know why you guys hate him so much. Okay, so I I got one more guy to add to that, and that's uh, Adrian Alexander from from Kentucky. A fine young talent from uh, Bowling Green, Kentucky. So... This is actually a very quick match because David Young actually makes quick works from everybody. Bell rings. Aaron Dallas charges David Spawnbuster. He's immediately out. And then, um, yeah. And then Tiger Kid and Adrian Alexander tries to do some double team on David. Um, shoots him off. They do the double class. Close on David. David completely runs through them both. Big double close on on both. First Tiger Kid gets up. Spine Buster takes him out. And up to the top rope goes uh, Adrian. Does a big cross body. David catches him. Throws him up all the way into the air. Catches for the Spine Buster. Boom. One, two, three. In about three minutes tops. In a, the shortest four-man dance ever and who i think is the opposite of who should win a pbs championship is david young i'm terrified <laughs> for the network please donate <laughs> <laughs> and then, Dude, that's it that's dave's that's dave's shirt that he wears out every week that just says please donate <laughs> so after the match you we have we have a um we do have a, a little promotional tag on the bottom saying this match was brought to you by viewers like you. Thank you. <laughs> no, when you hold the championship, you're required to say that after every match. Uh, David's not going to do that. David's going to do whatever the hell he wants. And that's how oh, he gets Oh, so you could do the thing like um, with Cyrus the Virus in ECW. Uh, yes, yeah. Where David's always in trouble with the network. <laughs> Yeah, pretty much. 
Are the side plates for the championship the phone number to call in and the address to mail a check? No, <laughs> magic school that, bus theme. Uh, that's actually behind the leather of the belt. You just got to look at it closely. <laughs> okay, no, this, it spells no, it out. The phone number on the studs. And the other one should have Arthur. And then, <laughs> like, the main plate should have, like, the rock, wild crats. Like, you should just do all that. No, uh, Arthur has to be the on the main plate versus the Wildcrats. I was actually going to put Carmen Sandiego on the main plate. Okay. You got to have the, the Children's Television Workshop logo on there, too, somewhere. Uh, you're getting too far ahead of yourself, Jake. Just give me a minute. What about Dragon Tales? Uh, uh, speaking of Dragon Tales... Um, this is a long-ass card. Yeah, it is. Y'all are killing me. It's match only been three. two matches. Yeah, I know. Exactly. Match three, we have the debuting Cyrus taking on Brandon Collins. Believe it or not, this match actually went about eight to ten minutes, which is Brandon was actually using speed and his experience to his advantage of this match, but it he was eventually – No. No, he's clean as a whistle. No, my, everybody on this show, they're clean, I assure you. They're, they're, the tests are there. The piss is positive. I mean, negative. nobody on mine is. <laughs> the piss is positive. We're all on steroids here at Global Forks. <laughs> Anywho, go get back to Cyrus. We've been about five trials at Ram Ranch, so. Damn it, Shane. So. But we use Vince's lawyer. <laughs> so, Cyrus eventually takes over at the seven-minute mark, and it's just a, basically, it's just all power and. It goes for the Vader bomb, who I, well, I call the Cyrus bomb because it's better, because it's Cyrus. And Cyrus gets the one, two, three. And then we have a, a backstage interview once again with Jake being interviewed by uh, Hillbilly Slim. And um, he's getting his thoughts for Jake with his uh, main event coming up. See this belt? I rightfully won it to the first match. And I'm going to successfully defend it in this three-way depth that I shouldn't be in. And I've got my insurance policy with me. Okay. That works. So we have a main event. Martin Stone against Derek Neal against Jake Murphy. It's been nice knowing you guys. For the Pro Wrestling Clash (laughs) Championship. So Jake. Typically the typically the champion goes out first, but Jake, you're not the champion, so you will go out first with your insurance policy and Katie. Next next is uh Derek Neal. Goes out. Um he gets a mediocre cause because you don't know because Jake's got the most heat and Jake's demolished and sabotaged the first main event ever of Pro Wrestling Clash on PBS. But Martin Stone's music is hidden. Where's Martin Stone? Where so, is he? Where is he, Jake? Oh, we he would never, not. we would never know what happened to Martin Stone. We had nothing to do with that. So now this three-way has turned to Derek Neal against Jake Murphy for the Pro Wrestling Clash Championship. Hmm. So Derek Neal and Jake had this really good 
technical storytelling match because Derek Neal and Jake Murphy are very good technical storytelling match selling matches. It goes about a good 10, 15 minutes of basically back and forth. Jake just being a chick. I wouldn't say chicken shit. He'll just being sneaky. Uh, Derek Neal just using his experience in the ring and uh, just being real technical and being real grapple and, and suplexes and stuff. So being real grapple, you're not going to you're at, unfortunately, you're not going to see Martin Stone because apparently somebody has taken out his uh, knee. He cannot make it. We just got that through the. Uh, uh, through the doctors in the back, the doctors that we hired, they're interns from Dalton State College, so we, we could trust them. It was Nancy Kerrigan, wasn't it? Anywho, um, <laughs> to anywho, we're going to the finish. And uh, Jake is going to use a, a chain, and uh, Derek catches it. He's like, you're not going to use this, blah, 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 whatever. A second hooded guy has come out to distract the breath. Also, Towers does the dirty work for Jake. Big choke slam to Derek, boom. A second big choke slam, boom. And Jake goes up for the flying headbutt. Goes to pin. One, two, three. That son of a bitch, Jake, is now the pro wrestling clash champion. And Jake says, let me introduce you to my child. Pulls the hood back. Carlson Dillbeck. <gasps> it's your son. My baby son. And I come out. I say, congratulations. You are not a man. You can't fight your own battles. You're just a chicken boo. You are just a chicken boo. That's it. That is exactly right, JD. Fifteen points for that reference. So I tell you what, you've managed to get your first title defense officially at the next show. Martin Stone said he will be back next month in Dalton, Georgia, wherever the next event venue will be at. He will be there. He'll get the he'll get the memo, whether it be carrier pigeon email. AOL, whatever it is, he's going to be there and he's going to whip your ass and take that belt from you, Jake. And he is not happy. Fucking AOL. And then we close off the show and then we get a then we get a new um, an ad from our from our newest sponsor, um, Fireworks Plus. And they say this is all artificial fireworks, but they say they got it from the backwoods of the uh, of Walker County, and no, I'm only hold on. assuming. What does artificial firework mean? No, that's what I'm just saying. Artificial and um, backwoods of uh, Walker County, Georgia. You can really put the two together when you put um, chemical combustions together just to get high. I'll just leave it there. They gave us good money for it, though. It got the. It gave us some money to keep the show going. And then P- and then PBS reminds us reminds everybody that uh, all this could be happened by viewers like you. Thank you. This is a long ass show, bro. It was like three matches. That's five. Was the PBS thing too much? No. PBS thing is perfect. Okay. All right, Jake, you got your score on that one? I got it. All right, who's next? Let's go back around, right? That's everybody. Do we want to see what the scores are for the second week? Or the, for the second round first. 
Yeah, let's uh, let's tell us the scores for the second round before we go back. Ram Ranch clock, clocked in with a solid four stars out of five. Enjoyed, nice. enjoyed some of the stuff Very you did good. there, Shano. Global Force with all your shenanigans. Another a solid three and one quarter star. Oh. What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> the not NWA clocked in with a three and three quarter stars. What the hell? That was a solid four star show. Almost. You were almost there. You had the debut of seven. Come on. You 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 fellers fucking using your lights out gimmicks a little too much. I kept expecting Sabu and I got no Sabu. I mean, but you got the Carney Bag Boys. <laughs> you have a disgruntled Carney Bag Boy too, by the way. I thought you liked long form, slow fed storytelling, Commissioner. I do, but threw me the lights out gimmicks. Tyler was the only one that didn't lights out anyone. Yeah, we couldn't afford it. <laughs> Couldn't afford it. PBS. I mean, you, draw, you draw 50 people. I mean, <laughs> you gotta cut some stuff. Those cameras they're using. If you turn the lights out and back on again, that white balance is fucked. <laughs> <laughs> How to pro wrestling? The, sh- <laughs> the shock. The shock of the week. Pro wrestling clash got four and a half star. Hell yeah! <laughs> what the fuck? Yeah. The PBS tie-in me? was popping me. David Young winning a championship popped me, and being at odds with the network for for doing so. And so, so you don't like a tight one-hour show. You like a long five-hour show. You're you're Barry Allen, is what you're telling me. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> But to, be, uh, but to be but to be fair though, like I was getting cut off with my great ideas though. That's true too, and and, and Tyler was a little bit more descriptive about his matches, which is why it took so long. Good God, <laughs> you suck, Jake. We need to fire the commissioner and bring in the the Smarks. I, I did oh, make God, a reference already no. on. For it. God's sake, no, <laughs> they cannot do it. I did I did make a reference to being better than Rob Banford though, so. You're well within your rights to hate the commissioner. Baseball does. Just uh-huh. wait. You're going to hear from our lawyers via a golden <laughs> bar with an angry note being thrown through your window. No gold <laughs> bar. So, it's, so so you're bribing me. And threatening right. you. <laughs> That's the best kind of threat. <laughs> so it looks like Pro Wrestling Clash is one. Week two. All That's right. So bullshit, bro. That's week no, three, then. Uh, week three, same same order. Just Force, you're up you first. fucking wait, Commissioner. I've got I'm hope I'm motivating you to put hard, on and I am tapping into our broaden scale of free agents. So we open the show with none other than a tag team encounter. We have Sunshine Express. They're already in the ring because before cameras started rolling 15 minutes before, they started their entrance. They've been hot dogging for at least 20 minutes by this point. Because but were they the- also grandstanding? Yeah, that's a important yes. question. Okay. So Chuck is hot dogging while TK is grandstanding. 
I'm behind that. And they're opening the show. Their entrance won't stop. And everyone's wondering who can stop them. And thus far, no one has been able to stop them in tag team competition clean. Sure, they lost in those singles matches, but that's singles. That's not the tag team division. And they challenge anybody not in the locker room to come and stop them. And you know who's not in the locker room? Rushing down from the 15th row on the upper balcony. It's none other than the Outrunners. Hmm. Can't say I'm familiar. So the Outrunners are one of the very few good things to come out of OVW in the modern era. They've had a couple outings on AEW just doing some random little jobber matches. But let me just tell you their names and that will tell you just how good they are. But we have the Outrunners, Truth Magnum and Turbo Floyd. Well, I'm into them just ba- based on their names. Let's go. They're incredible. And they run down from the 15th row in the upper balcony because we run arenas, bitch. But I'm, I'm assuming they Turbo got there storm first, into the ring because they already were in ring gear. Okay. And they challenge the Sunshine Express. And we have a good quality 12-minute opening little spot fest. You know, outrunners are hitting all the standard high spots like wrist locks and hip tosses. And Sunshine Express is coming out there with shooting stars and scissor kicks. And ultimately, they get the victory over the outrunners. And they skirt off back to the ring but everybody chants at the outrunners please come back and they grab the microphone and say we will because we already bought tickets for the next show we'll be in section (laughs) h and as they walk off everyone chants section h section h (laughs) moving things along we go into our first semi-final match of the next-gen championship of the Global Force Wrestling Federation of the globe. We have Mark Haskins versus Adam Priest. We have the rock-paper-scissors battle. Haskins wins. And we have none other than the stipulation of the century... We've got a two out of three tables match. And oh my goodness, Adam Priest in relatively quick succession manages to win 2-0. He pulls a Cody Rhodes on Big Show where he bumps him off the apron and he accidentally steps through a table next to the ring, already getting one up. And then getting the final one, they're both brawling up on the top turnbuckle, and Adam Priest hits the DDT off the top rope through the table. Mark Haskins throws up. Oh. But now Adam Priest has advanced to the 
finals of the Next Gen Championship. Who will he face? Will it be Billy Dixon or will it be Trisha Dora? Find out in our next contest. So we've got Billy Dixon and Trisha Dora per Next Gen Championship rules. Billy Dixon has won the Rock, Paper, Scissors contest. And we have a ladder match, but not a regular ladder match. This is where you have to bust someone through a ladder. Okay. We call this the ladder table match. My God, Will. Between your ladder table match and his shark tooth submission match, you try to get trying to kill people. Maybe. We Maybe pay we're really good insurance here, bud. The globe. I think you were more concerned about whether or not you could than whether or not you should. See, PBS would let us do shit like that. They agreed. They didn't say, hey, brother, I'm not <laughs> taking that. So they clearly were okay with it. Oh, my God. This PBS thing. It's got me. I'm fucking so, dead. <laughs> so we have an incredible 20-minute contest for this t- ladder table match. And ultimately, the finish in real fucking gnarly. We have Billy Dixon and Trisha Dora brawling on top of a ladder down below in the corner. Another ladder set up. And who comes toppling off? Both of them, because the ladder accidentally tips over because the ref wasn't holding it and then gets fired live in the ring. Well. So it tips over, and Billy Dixon happens to be the one that dumps through the ladder table. Trisha Dora wins, but eats shit outside the ring. So how will she possibly recover in time for next week's show against Adam Priest in the finals. I don't know. That's how... <laughs> Then we go to our standard what? intermission slam dunk contest, which is none won by none other than the hottest free agent in the game, Shane Daniels. Wow. Who then grabs the mic as cameras start rolling. And he challenges Mark Haskins to a fight. He says he got screwed over at the start of the show, and he should have been the face of the globe, not Nick Gage. And so he moves things right along. Mark Haskins comes rushing out. He says, I'll fuck you up. And so we have a good 15-minute mat wrestling classic between the Carpet City draw and Mark Haskins. Shane is doing a lot of ankle picks, like an unusual amount of ankle picks. And he just keep and he's got his new phrase which is on his t-shirt, I'll ankle pick you nerd. <laughs> awesome. But ultimately it's not enough and Mark Haskins gets the victory with the made in Japan. Oh, man. Because just imagining the visual of very much a cruiserweight type dude lifting you up and for that, I think that would be a that would get a good pop. 
It does. But then we move things along. We have Action Mike and George South in the ring. And they're saying that they've had a pretty solid run as a tag team, considering they never tagged before in their first match together. They won the Global Tag Team Championships. And then later, they just defended those tag team championships successfully against the Gymnasty Boys. So they're issuing an open challenge to anyone that wants a shot at those Global Tag Team Championships. And who do we have crawling out from under the ring? They've been there the whole show. It's the Natterday Saints, Adam Slade and Bradley Prescott the fourth. And because we've already exhausted all of our other tag teams, of course they're up to challenge for these tag team championships. Who else are we going to book? We have a good, another solid welcome back from intermission. We, you know, we had the, the Shane Daniels, Mark Haskins segment to kind of ease you back in. And now it's time for the real meat and potatoes. So we get another good 35-minute brawl fest. George and Action are going around everywhere. They truly are the Iron Men of this division. And so we have a good spirited contest, but ultimately it's not enough after they debut their brand new tag team finisher, the Super Duper Doomsday device. Oh which is just a normal doomsday device, but then George South puts you in a Boston crab. <laughs> and it works like a fucking charm because they defend those global tag team championships against the Natterday Saints. Bradley Prescott is screaming, tapping out. That Boston crab really sucks after eating the doomsday device. And so they're celebrating. They're going to the back, but oh no. They're getting jumped on the ramp. They're getting stomped out. What is going on? It's none other than Sunshine Express. They think that these quote-unquote old farty boys don't deserve this belt and shouldn't be anywhere near the globe. We need to send their ass to the moon where all old people belong. It's a funny way to and everybody's get everybody's booing, everybody's <laughs> chanting. We like old people. We like old people. And everybody hates that. Sunshine Express. They're booing them. And so they say, you know what? I know just what'll take George and Mike to the moon. And they run out to the back while George and Mike are selling. And they come back with fireworks. And they start shooting them with some Roman candles. And they try to tape some to their back. And they're like, y'all remember Toy Story? Yeah. But ultimately, yeah. who comes out to make the save? Bud it's Light. the Outrunners. They ran all the way back down from their seats in row 15 in the upper balcony while they were getting their ass kicked. But they finally made it there. And they make the save to George and Mike. And we announce next week we have a triple threat tag team championship match. We have the Outrunners versus Sunshine Express versus George and Mike in a ladder match. Next week at Shoots and Ladders and Ladders. Nice. Very good. 
So is this a regular ladder match, or is it your table ladders? It's... You'll find out. At oh, shoots and ladders and ladders. We have for, multiple ladder matches. Love for Sean hard here to come up with something really good and original there. So we have Vampiro running down the card for next week. We announce our finals, which will also be a ladder match. Adam Priest versus Trisha Dora for the next gen championship, but it's not any ordinary ladder match. King of the Mountain, baby. Oh, God. But uh, while Vampiro's running down the card, he's interrupted. What's that? Everyone hears Metallica, and who comes charging to the ring? It's the global champion, Nick Gage. And he's pissed. <laughs> Why doesn't he have a match on the show? If the tag team champions get an open challenge, he wants one, but even bigger and better. So who comes down to the ring to answer this open challenge? He's spicy. He's tasty. It's motherfucking curry, man. Yeah! Oh, man. And so we have curry, man, challenging for the world champion, the global championship, but that ain't enough. He wants more competitors. So we have the prize city, Alec Price, coming down. Is this going to be a triple threat? Nah, that ain't enough for Nick Gage. He wants more people. So we get the angriest bald man in the company. And we've got some angry bald dudes. We got, I have Adam Priest. We get Biff Busick. We've got ourselves a global four-way. Four corners of America and Japan. Sounds so we have a solid little 20-minute brawl fest, light tubes galore. Alec Price is jumping all over the place. It's a four-way, so it's no DQ automatically, bitch. <laughs> Curry Man is squirting hot sauce into Biff Busick's eyes. Because Curry Man's he's got a new mean streak. He's getting real mean. He's very spicy. He, he, he keeps trying to put hot sauce in people's eyes, including the crowd. People do not like Curry Man anymore. He's a dick. But ultimately, his dickish ways cost him the match. He's taken Biff Busick out of the equation. Biff has been stretchered out due to hot sauce in his eyes. He's trying to take out Alec Price, but who comes up from behind with a bundle of light tubes? It's Nick Gage who then turns it into that weird little pump handle pile driver that all the CZW dudes used to do back in the day. And he yes. gets the win over Curry Man. One, two, three, and he is still the global champion. And he's celebrating, and he says, hell yeah, where's my gang at? The typical show-closing promo Nick Gage always cuts. But then the lights go out again. And we see up on the video screen. Sabu? <laughs> no. Your power bill? We see <laughs> someone walking through the woods up to a house. Jesus? And it's black and white. And you just hear heavy breathing. And then we see 
them walk the camera, go up to the window, and we look through the window, and who do we see? A Nick Gage and Sabu having <gasps> dinner. Oh, God. <laughs> and then it cuts to black, and we hear that weird little sonar noise again. And then That's the lights are stuff. back on, and Nick Gage is still like, that was weird. And then he just leaves. And because he goes rushing out because he's like, I need to check on Sabu. Where's my phone? Sounds like a Global Force show. <laughs> yep. Roll credits. <laughs> All right, Jake. Tally that one up. I've got a score already, yeah. There you go. All right, JD. All right. Um... All of my shit got thrown asunder because AC Max were having to start a tournament for a new World Heavyweight Champion again. And uh, we set this up last show. The Matt Cardona and his Carney Bag Boys have three chances to get into that match for the title. So let's see what happens. We're going to start off match one. Seven and Paul Lee. Uh, se- Paul Lee never stood a chance. Paul Lee never stood a chance. Seven squashed what do you the fuck mean? out of him. I mean, I mean, seven squashed him. Yeah, but... Paul Paul Lee doesn't get squashed, brother. That does, that finish does not work for him. It yeah, but works. he's not booking this show, so yeah, he does. Yeah, it, it works. It works for me. And oh, he doesn't have you have seen Seven? Control. It works for him too. So uh, Paul Lee's getting squashed. We're only spending like a minute there in that in that whole segment. Um, Seven's gonna go to the back. Uh, match two, we got Matt Cardona and Bobby Flacco. Uh, the bag boys have a little more success here because Zach interferes in the match. And uh, and what was a sure upset, Bobby Flacco's just hit him with the AO driver. And uh, Zach comes in, distracts the referee. Matt Cardona gets up, hits him in the back of the head with brass knuckles that Paul Lee tells him, one, two, three, finish, we're done. Uh, Bobby's pissed. Bobby sits up and he's staring Zach down, staring daggers yeah. to him as they go to the back. Well, as he walks to the back, Zach's staying out there for his match against Joey Lynch. Uh, Joey and Zach have a fun little match. Uh, unfortunately, Zach goes under because Matt Cardona is not willing to help him out and cheat for him. Oh. Interesting. Yes, yeah. Uh, you know, it's not equal here. Anyway, uh, next we're going to have our tag title match. That would be the left-hand path, daddy-daughter dance, and violence is forever. Now, this match right here gets the most time on the entire card because these three tag teams can fucking light the world on fire. And they do. I mean, it's just... Anyone can do that if you have, like, gas. Shut up, Will. (laughs) (laughs) Fucking global force bullshit. Anyway, we don't play that shit around here in the... Um, artificial Intelligence Wrestling Federation. Anyway. Now with less artificial intelligence. Yeah, now with less artificial intelligence. Less, less intelligence. Let's just go there. Still artificial. Okay. <laughs> We're stuck in the Matrix. Anyway, um, Left Hand Path is going to go over in this one after a good 25-minute match. Uh, Trevor Ayon is going to get the win because I love Trevor. And uh, afterwards, they're just going to destroy both teams. Leave them laying. They're not going to celebrate the tag title. They're just going to walk the fuck out. 
because they're the big badasses. They won the titles. They don't give a shit about celebrating the fan. Going to the main event. Uh, we got seven, Joey Lynch and Matt Cardona for the AIWF Heavyweight Championship. All right, lots of shenanigans in this match because Matt Cardona really wants this belt. He's a belt collector. Uh, Bobby Flacco arrives to chase off Zach at the end of the match because Bobby's still pissed. Uh, it looks like Seven's about to pull off the win and until Polly hits the scene. Polly's going to hit the scene and just kind of hit Seven in the back and Seven's going to turn like, what the fuck do you think you're doing? And Matt Cardona's going to low blow in, roll up one, two, three, and uh, Matt Cardona's your new champion. Seven's pissed. Bobby Flacco's chased off Zach. And uh, Polly's, you know, doing Polly things. Oh, yeah. I just hate big A. Wow. That is, uh, I expected that. <laughs> you did expect that? I did. It was pretty obvious from the setup, wasn't it? Yeah, it was pretty obvious. But sometimes you got to tell the most obvious story because it's what makes the most sense. That is Occam's true. Razor. We should be used to that. It's Occam's Razor. The simplest solution is usually the correct one. That's right. Well, we're here. Money shot. Ram Ranch. Got a lot of stuff going on. Uh, originally, I only had three matches set up, which was the four-way ladder, the tag, and the uh, the heavyweight. And then I was like, man, I gotta gotta do some more story building, but. Uh, we start off the show with a good match with some free agents coming in. Andrew Thomas versus Menace. And very it good. was a very competitive match back and forth. Uh, Menace came out on top on that one. Uh, it was a good tryout match. Looking to bring Menace and Andrew Thomas back in in the future. Then we had some more free agents show up because at Ram Ranch we believe in Helping everyone. The Washington Bullets came out. John and Trey Williams and did a open challenge. But who accepted that open challenge? None other than Austin Towers and Jeter. The Cult of Cash. And they just destroyed them. Easy win for uh, the Cult of Cash. And uh, that was... a. Uh, that was it for them. Then we move on to our four-way ladder match. Casey Owens, Cruel. Now, we didn't announce the other two because we wanted it to be a surprise. We have one half of the undeniable Shane Marks and one half of Squatting Dragons, Wade. And this was a great ladder match back and forth. Casey Owens kind of got his ass beat by Cruel because they got their thing going on. Um, Shane did a dive out on uh, Wade, followed by Cruel, and then Casey grabbed the ladder and tried to capitalize on that and get the belt. But he was met up top by none other than Cruel, who then choke slammed him off the ladder. Jesus. Now, this is where the surprise comes in. Um, at that time, Cruel was grabbing and Shane and Wade pushed the ladder over and as the ladder tipped over and Cruel fell, he unlatched the belt, which then fell onto Casey. 
and Casey becomes the first ever money shot champion. <laughs> That's great. Very good finish. Um, then we move on to our big and anticipated rematch. The Young Bloods and Bussy start out with a nice handshake from both teams. Real babyface, babyface match here. Crowd was kind of split 50-50. Uh, a lot of uh, a lot of close and near falls. Unfortunately, Boosie came up short. Uh, to the Young Bloods, they went to shake their hands afterwards, and then low blowed the Young Bloods because oh. fuck that shit. <laughs> then we had our big main event: the King of Hardcore, the Queen of Hardcore, Brad Cash, husband and wife. For the Ram Ranch Professional Championship uh, wrestling match in a barefooted uh, light tube match. And it was nasty. It was nasty, 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 nasty. I'm not a foot guy, but Sarah's afterwards, I don't know how she does that stuff. I mean, Brad was taking broken light tubes and like shoving it in her feet shit and then she was like taking needles and putting it in his fucking feet and then he like yeah it was fucking weird and then brad took uh, a light tube and taped it to his arm and then clotheslined off with her head in her face with the light tube and won the match um that was pretty sick uh afterwards uh lakota cash came out and was going to attack uh, Sarah, but none other than Jaden Newman came out. And he didn't come out alone because he brought Tank with him. <clears throat> yeah. And Tank and uh, Jaden clear the ring, make the save. Jaden goes, hey, we got to settle our, our beef. And they set up a six-man at... Live fast, come harder. <laughs> uh, and it's going to be a hardcore hell match. Uh, so it's going to be Cult of Cash, Brad Cash, Cruel, and Jeter versus Tank, Sarah, and Jaden. It's our big main event. That's how we left the show with that big announcement. And, uh, yeah. All right, Kamish, get your score. Got it. Yeah, all right. I like that twist ending at the end there. I did, too. That's pretty good. I, I was more proud of the payoff for Casey than anything, but... Oh, same, though. But, like, that fucking kind of cliffhanger resolution at the end was fucking... That was tight. All right. Are y'all ready for a Pro Wrestling Clash 3? Yeah. Yes. Hopefully it's not three hours long. Well, if you don't cut me off, it won't be. It's four. So this. So if you turn it to PBS uh, Channel 5 in your local area. <laughs> I, Shane, come on, dude. You'll get the little notion that says... Uh, 
the show couldn't be brought to you, but obviously viewers like you, thank you. But David Young immediately cuts him off, says, fuck them fans, and it goes into a little thing. So this time we are we are at uh, and Gad, Gats, Matt Gadsden uh, gym, which we drew 125 people because PBS was so impressed with the numbers of David Young winning their PBS championship and the outcome of the main event. So that got the attention of the people in Dalton, Georgia, and the surrounding areas. Uh, we actually could afford a better stage this time, and everybody will be sitting in folding chairs because the bleachers were a problem on the last show. But we got that fixed. Anywho, I digress. We are now going to crown our first ever Pro Wrestling Clash Tag Team Champions. And let's see here. What do I have here? This is going to be a tag team match with um, oh, crap. Uh, Northside Heroes from, uh, from Atlanta will be taking on Tiger Kid, and he has a surprise tag partner that he said he had to pull a lot of strings for. Uh-oh. Pinocchio. Mm. Close. But his tag team partner he has picked is Kaito Ishida. So Kaito Ishida and Tiger Kid taking on Northside Heroes. This was a pretty lengthy match, about 18 to 20 minutes. It was a lot of hard hitting, a lot of fly, high flying stuff. Damn, um, Kaito's a busy boy. He he is. He he absolutely is. Uh, he didn't make the fucking double booking. Yes, he um, he said he wanted to jump on this Tiger Kid bandwagon, so I I let him have a chance. Now he seems like a dude that Tiger'd get along with. Yeah, he's a uh, kick guy. He is a kick guy. Tiger's and that that's JD. So eventually, like we, it's very much back and forth. Probably at the 15 minute mark, the the crowd is chanting, "This is awesome! This is a solid." At least four and a half star match. Going to the finish. Northside of Heroes doing their uh, uh, double team uh, high high flying stuff. One two and two and nine 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 kick out by Tiger Kid. Just they don't know what to do after all of that. And finally, Ishida ta- blind tags Tiger. Takes out uh, Shooter. And uh, they get his legal partner in with the uh, Ishida hooks for the Tiger Suplex. Tiger Kid does the sidekick to the head and Tiger Suplex with the bridge. One, two, three. Your new tag team champions at Pro Wrestling Clash, Kaito Ishida and Tiger Kid. They celebrate streamers. Just a wonderful match. And then they cut back to stage to Hillbilly Slim to interview David Young to where the the people at PBS warned David not to use swears and to make this family-friendly promo. David swears. Yeah, and please donate. David Young gives his word that he will be a good person. And he will do the most professional thing here. He looks at the people as they go out the door. He tells Slim, does it look like they're out yet? Okay, good. Well, let me tell you what these people are doing at PBS. They're definitely not funding the 
the channel to educate you people. If they're educating you, they're teaching you how to buy hookers and buy drugs. And it's, it's out, of, out of control for David Young. And I've had to tell David, David, listen, congratulations on your title win. But me as the promoter of uh, Pro Wrestling Clash, you've got to chill out, man. PBS is our is the only network we could get. YouTube is not going to bring the numbers. So we got to get a cut of that of what we get on this net- network. So here's what we're going to do. I'm going to put you in a match against Cyrus the Destroyer. He said, do I got to defend my belt? You'll see when you get out there. So much to my knowledge, as their match, as they announced Cyrus and David for the PBS championship, they had a competition, all right. They played freaking tic-tac-toe. They double-crossed the fans. David said, oh, it's for the belt, but we didn't say we were going to wrestle. And lo and behold, you have a new tag team, David Young and Cyrus. And they call themselves Big, Bald, and Badass. Sure, PBS loved that. No, they were pissed. They were they were they were very outraged. So they had demanded me to take David and Cyrus off next week's show to prove them a lesson, and they took it. Their they took his pay cut. But Jay, Dave, being Dave, saying jokes on you. I double on merch tonight. Have a nice night. And that was unfortunately match two of the, you guessed it, a known contest. Yeah. Awful. Next, we have a couple. We have a. We actually have a debut in the next match. Aaron Dallas takes on Biff Busick, formerly known as Only Lorkin from NXT. A lot of hard hitting here, ton of hard hitting here, and uh, it really tests Aaron Dallas's will to fight in this match. And um, goes on about a 10, 12 minute match. Um, eventually Aaron Dallas hits a steel toe, which is basically a claymore. Same thing. Um, and pins Biff, Biff Busick one, two, three. It's a good baby, baby match. Biff Busick gives, shakes the hand of Aaron Dallas and gets out of the ring to let Aaron Dallas celebrate with the fans and stuff. Next, we have another backstage promo with Jake and his minions, Carson Dillbeck. Katie and Austin Towers. The man is so good to be champion. I I am the face of this place. I do the right thing. I'm a fighting champion, and I absolutely need no help whatsoever because I am Jake Murphy, and I could do no wrong. That math checks out. It does. And then it, it's uh okay. And let me get back to my notes here. I had this before the main event. Um, next match would be uh, a very pissed off Derek Neal taking on Aiden Rott. This was about a five-minute match and um, another hard hitter. Eventually, Derek Neal, uh, he counters... He counters um, Aiden Rott's lariat, 
with the German. And the second German turns around for the belly to belly. One, two, three, just suplexes. Derek Neal's pissed. Calling out. Gets a mock, says, Jake Murphy, get your ass out here right now. Jake Murphy's music hits. There's nothing. Derek Neal, again, Jake, I'm not going to ask you one more time. Get out here now. And lo and behold, from the crowd of 125 people, Austin Towers. And Austin Towers just puts a shellac into Derek Neal and leaves him laying, gives him another big choke slam, and just poses to the front, to the hard camera. And right before our main event, Hillbilly Slims interviews Martin Stone with his knee being taped up. He asks if if his knee is going to be a factor in this match. And Martin says, whether it is, it isn't. There's one purpose is to take my belt back. It's rightfully mine, and I'm going to get it. Okay. So... For the main event, Jake has to defend his um, Pro Wrestling Clash Championship against Martin Stone. The bell rings, and about two to three minutes of Martin Stone just going to town on Jake and um, stuff like that. We go get to the outside. Katie goes to distract. Martin, Martin's going to run. And as Martin goes to hop over the steps to go get her, he twigs his knee. And basically for the rest of this match, it's just Jake just pulverizing and pulverizing his knee over and over and over. He did not kick his leg out of his leg, so don't that, that didn't happen. Damn. But at... The damage has been done so much. Uh, basically, it's the same finish to Owen Hart and Triple H on Raw to where Jake puts on the knee bar and Martin's screaming and the ref just can't, he can't let this go on. He ends up stopping the match, just kind of like of a doctor's decision thing, even though Martin didn't tap. He's, he's obviously very much hurt. And um, your winner by ref stoppage and still champion is Jake Murphy. But Jake is not satisfied with that finish. So he calls his minions and his children to permanently take out the knee of Martin Stone. And, What's uh, their faction called? Are they just called the Little Minions? Uh, Jake hasn't gotten that far yet. He, he, has, this, he has this mentality of no name, names needed, but we'll eventually no. have one. I have an idea for you. Okay. And I'll give this one to you for free. So you call them the little demons and they come out to my little demon by Fleetwood Mac. No. Anywho. Someone hates production value. No, I, well, I did get a, a four quarter stars last, so I think I know what I'm doing. <laughs> but anywho. Fair point. Jake gets on the lot. He's screaming. I said, if you cross us, this is what you get. And just a Martin Stone being helped by uh, EMTs and refs and officials to the back. 
he's going to be out for a lengthy period of time. If anybody's got the gall to challenge me, you know where I stand at. So, the pow- the lights don't go off here. We don't do that here. <laughs> and I'm trying to, I just had the person here. So, Robert Martyr's music hits. Ew. And um, he comes out against the mic. He says, I don't care if it's all of you against me. I don't want your belt. I want to fight. And then um, Robert does the bold but kind of foolish thing to go after Jake. But he also gets shellacked by all these guys. And out comes Derek Neal to take on to take on Austin Towers. And then Biff Busick and Aaron Dallas comes in to help. Now it's kind of an even even thing. So what does that leave us? We'll find out at the next show. As it goes down, we uh get this show is not possible without sponsors or viewers like you. Thank you. And then we get a promotion for the new drink. Um Big Red, which is now the there's a new and approved flavor. I think they added uh, formaldehyde. I'm not sure, but they give us the money. They added. That, so they they I, did I, not. I, I, I don't I don't know. It's already perfect. I, I don't know, but like I said, they they give us money to help with the show. I don't ask questions. <laughs> but I, I I am I am pretty pissed off that David Young, our PBS champion, won't be on because he can't keep his mouth shut. That sounds like Dave, though. Yeah, yeah, I know that it's perfect. That's why. That's why he is like my, Dave. He is my PBS champion because he's very anti-PBS. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Commissioner. Oh, hey, Kitty. Oh, baby, Kitty. What the Kitty doing? <laughs> Yo, what the cat doing? <laughs> he snuck in here. Who that's is your that? bangle, isn't it? Yeah. Is that Paul Lee? <laughs> what? That cat's got more talent than Paulie. Yeah. Yeah. Not possible. No one does. Well, All right, Commissioner. I, I so Run down what? the week. Run down. How are our pay-per-view level premium live events? You guys were bringing it down uh, on this this week. So we had the uh, the not NWA coming in with another solid three and three quarter stars. I enjoyed the shit out of what you were pulling, JD. It was good shit. Go to hell. Three <laughs> <laughs> you're, keep, you're, you're keeping you're keeping fucking consistent. Consistency is key, sir. <laughs> you were also tied with uh with Global Force at their three and three quarters. <laughs> what the you can't fuck? Put me on their level. Give me a damn what? break. I'm definitely better than them. I was there I'm they suing were. the shit out of you. Well, I expect more gold bars through my window. Any day now. <laughs> Good thing you got more than one window, bitch. <laughs> I've got like two. I was about to say, you have two, don't you? Yeah. And, one and in the office, one in the bedroom. Okay. Pro Wrestling Clash coming in with a solid 
four stars. Yeah. And the Dark Horse pulling one out, Ram Ranch, with four and one half stars. I enjoyed That's... the shit out of the payoff for Casey. I enjoyed the shit out of the fucking tank cliffhanger. Hey, Goddamn. A I'll surprise tank running is always going to pop me, especially if he's wearing his fucking hey dudes. <laughs> like, let's fucking go. Tank whipping ass and hey dudes is like, that's like never in my life if I needed something more not known until I received it. Makes sense. <laughs> and also like the whole story with Sarah and, and Brad, that's minus the feet stuff. That was fantastic. <laughs> Yeah, you guys kept shitting on my uh, Casey story, and I'm like, wait until you see the payoff. Yeah, that that's a fantastic payoff. Like, that is a Drew finish if I've ever fucking heard one. That's why I booked and, and Casey is little Drew, so. Why do you, you not see what I'm doing with Casey if you don't see it by this point? I've seen it now, and I was a big fan of it. There we are. That, that was so. What's, solid what's stuff. the grand total? So far, everyone has one week win except for JD so far. Gow. Like, big, big, big things from you on the next session, JD. I got a big card coming up next time. Uh, let's see what artificial intelligence comes up with. <laughs> I will say though, uh, consistency. Consistency. consistency is yes. It is. Yeah. I mean. It keep a solid rating across the board at least. We would not Do you want to get Skynet though, because this is how we're gonna get Skynet. Yeah, I kind of do. <laughs> Anything to end humanity at this point. No. We kind of suck. Now, maybe I mean, we produced Ben Shapiro, so. Yabibo. Mm. Yeah, but. At the same time, though, fucking humanity has brought us the the fucking our new Lord and Savior, Tater Tot. Have you guys heard about him? No. No, I've... the little the little orphan baby kitty that was born with a cleft palate and like his front legs were all twisted up and his back legs are all curly and like he's just been taking the fucking internet by storm. I have to check this out. Yeah, please do. Like I know we're all cat dads here. Well, Jake. uh... Man, you've been a good commissioner. Thanks for keeping us between the lanes tonight. Oh, I'm a good commissioner now. I was a bad commissioner on the first. <laughs> first no, you were a bad now. commissioner for my <laughs> scores the whole time. But, I mean, at least you're doing your job. So, that, uh, that, I, that, I'm still going to give you shit. Fucking better than Rob Manfred, fuck's sake. Better than Commissioner uh, Slaughter, too, if you want to do a wrestling reference. Just so you guys know, I'm getting my win on the next Territories episode. Okay. Oh, he's pulling a Joe Namath. Okay. Guaranteeing a Call win. Call my shot. I got yeah, a six-man fucking hardcore hell fucking main event. I got nothing teased, so I have an open possibility. I do have a six-man uh main event for the next show. I feel like you guys copy me. Not <laughs> no. I'm sorry, who is copying you with shoots, ladders, and ladders? I have at least two ladder matches next week, at least. At least. <laughs> at a minimum, we're having two ladder matches. I've had this change. I'm having change consistent. the promotion to ladder force wrestling. 
I'm kind of consistent right. for for uh, Matt's four star rating, so I think I'm doing well. Yeah, back to back four stars. All right, ladies and gentlemen, uh, we'll be back in your feeds with the territories next month, and uh, we'll be back in feeds with a new episode next week. Jake, what do they need to do? Free money.